0: Many of us in the Northeast, we're dealing with our kids being out of school today, means that a lot of you who would normally be in the office or working from home today, but it does bring up an interesting point that when you do have bad weather, whether it be a snowstorm, a big rainstorm, or even in some respects, just a, you know an overcast day, uh, there. are are studies out there, and one which we're going to speak with a co-author about in just a minute, that being fairly productive during that time is a very good possibility. Uh, One study uh, showed that many people are more productive on snowy or bad weather days than sunny ones. Bradley Stotts was involved in this study. He is currently a visiting associate professor in Wharton's Operations and Information Management Department. And he is in the studio with us. Uh, obviously, we didn't have to worry about bad weather in terms of getting getting onto campus today. But great to have you in the studio.
1: Great. Thanks, Dan. Uh,
0: I, I honestly, I got to be honest, I, I was surprised when I read through the data that, uh, that snowy days, overcast days, rainy days are more productive days
1: sure. than, than sunny days. Go through the study and how this all kind of played out. Yeah, exactly I mean I think in some ways this was classic me search uh, as we think about research so trying to justify uh, my co-authors and uh, my existence at the time uh, as we were living in Boston um, and uh, trying to make ourselves feel a little bit better about uh, uh, you know being stuck uh, in uh, six months of winter uh, with our <laughs> colleagues uh, you know elsewhere California and such uh, and we thought you know well so typically, we think bad weather means uh, lower productivity. But but are there some contexts where maybe it helps us? Maybe uh, that uh, kind of that lack of distraction uh, results in, in better performance. Um, and that was kind of the line we went down. So typically, uh, kind of work that's looked at weather, a lot of it is focused on kind of the emotional impact. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so certainly, kind of the gorgeous sunny day uh, may may get our mood a little bit better, and, yeah. and so so it can help sometimes. Although that it's been tough to find an effect for productivity. Uh, um in that context and so we took a look at um, whether, in fact, uh, the, there might be a lack of distractions mm-hmm. uh, when the weather was bad. Kind of think of it as when you're sitting in your office and staring out at an 80-degree day, um, you're, yeah. you know, wow, I'd, I'd really like to be out in that. <laughs> uh, when it's, you know, dumping rain or, uh, you know, kind of in a blizzard condition, yeah. uh, then you can look out the door and say, well, you know, what the heck? Why not Why not focus on the work here that's in front of me? Yeah. Uh, and so we we went through a number of different studies. We started with uh, a Japanese bank, and mm-hmm. we had some information on uh, On their productivity across several years. Uh, We then uh, saw kind of correlational data there that uh, in fact bad weather meant better productivity Uh, and so went into the laboratory uh, a couple of different ways to uh, both replicate and extend and see this result that uh, bad weather meant uh, fewer distractions which in uh, those tasks that require concentration result in higher productivity.
0: And it's it's mentioned in a couple of the uh, articles about the the research that this can actually end up being a pretty good tool for managers uh, in terms of the planning of the types of projects that they might have Yep. on their radar a couple of weeks out.
1: yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I think it uh, you know task allocation is a challenge uh, for for most of us, in yeah. that uh, you know we've got to decide you know what do we do, when do we do it, uh, as well as then managers kind of sending stuff out to folks. Uh, and so being a little bit thoughtful of, okay, you know today might be the day to take on some of those boring tasks. Sure. Uh, it's why uh, airplanes I find sometimes are a good place to get things done. Uh, if I limit what I bring on the airplane, then I have no choice but to do the work that's in front of me, yeah. Uh, And so you're kind of creating constraints on yourself. And the weather does that for us. And and obviously, uh, as you alluded to, there is that
0: want, especially I would think in the wintertime, and maybe this didn't exact, this exact example didn't fall into the the purview of the study. But when you're in the winter and you're having to deal with weather like we've got right now, and then you have a a beautiful sunny day, even if it's 20 degrees outside, you just want to get out. Right, you, you don't you don't want to be stuck in that office, which obviously takes away from the productivity.
1: Yeah, no, I, th- I think you're absolutely right. I mean, I, I think what it, it suggests, and, and you're right, we're kind of getting outside of the core study, but yeah. it certainly matches, uh, you know, kind of behavioral work that we've thought about more broadly, um, that how we allocate when we do things, right? right? That you know, we know that it'll be nice in a few days, so so why don't we take on kind of that bit of a slog today, yeah. uh, get it out of the way, uh, and fight that desire to procrastinate, right? Yeah. That that we see, okay. There's something compelling on Friday, you know, weather will be nice or even, you know, think about uh, snow doesn't have to be bad weather. I mean, when it's blizzard conditions, I think it pretty much is. But yeah. you know, once once those stop, the the wind's down, we can go out and maybe play in it with the kids. Yeah. Well, so great. So let's focus on the next four hours that we know are going to be kind of disastrous uh, so that then uh, we get those couple of hours off at the uh, later on. And, and that also matches well with kind of the rhythm of a workday yeah. uh, where we need some breaks. So let's focus when things are kind of bad uh, and then get to enjoy. When it's when it's better. You,
0: you mentioned the part of, of the study that you did involving the bank in Japan. Yep. How did that all kind of uh, kind of play out? Because uh, I, I'm guessing it was more of really looking at the bad weather from. A rain aspect, not necessarily
1: more so a snow aspect. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. So with that data, I mean, it's one of the constraints uh, that we have to think about. Is in any context, you know, in Florida, bad weather looks quite different than it would in sure. in Boston right now, right? Sure. Uh, and so in uh, in Tokyo, where this bank had its its core operations, uh, kind of snow and uh, and ice wasn't uh, so much of the concern. So we really focused uh, on rain yeah. uh, there, and and so we saw, you know, kind of an, an extra inch of rain on average was related to uh, you know, several percentage points lower productivity huh. uh, for uh, for the workers there. Excuse me, several percentage points higher. <laughs> oh, <Okay>, go right. <laughs> Let yeah. me get, get that one the right way. Right. Uh, so the the more the rain, uh, you know, the the higher the productivity. Um, and uh, and we've looked elsewhere, and and other folks as well have, have studied re- uh, weather um, and seen you know kind of some similar effects on the distraction front. Right. Um, you know, when eventually it becomes a disruption, um, then we're talking about a different story. Right. Um, so. You you know, if you're trying to work outside uh, and you've got blizzard conditions, uh, then the fact that maybe you're a little more focused isn't going to overcome uh, that. Uh, you know, it, it's freezing cold and you're being you know, having snow dumped on you. So
0: obviously, there is a a, a marked uh, difference, and obviously, when you you think of the two words alone, there is between something that's a distraction a, yep. and something that's a disruption.
1: Yep. Yep, absolutely. And so um, it's interesting, Gerard Cachon, uh, who's here in the Open Department at Wharton, mm-hmm. uh, and a couple of his colleagues have done work on the disruption front. Uh, and so they were interested, uh, in particular, they were looking at automotive, uh, looking at automotive production. Sure. Uh, and uh, and there, uh, you've kind of got more interaction with the elements. Lots of things obviously are, are indoors, uh, but you've got shipping and receiving. You've mm-hmm. got trucks that are bringing, uh, you know, inventory that you need. Um, and so what they saw is that when you had kind of large-scale disruptions on the order of you know, these sorts of blizzards that we're seeing today, for example, um, that there it could be 5%, you know, 10% hit on productivity mm. uh, with a bunch of different factors, right? You're going to have workers that aren't able to show up. You're going to have a, sure. you know, equipment uh, that doesn't get there. Uh, even when it's done, you can't get get it back out to dealers yeah. um, You know, as you move along.
0: Well, and, and the interesting uh, part about this as well is that... Um, if if you are somebody that has the ability to be able to work from home already, yep, uh, that obviously makes it quite a bit easier than somebody that's in a trade job. It's exactly. it's just it's physically not able to to, to be able to to have that play out.
1: No, you're exactly right. And, and if we think about, um, you know, kind of moving into some of those trade jobs, um, you start to get less control. It depends what you're doing, right? I mean, if, yeah. if we're talking about the person on the assembly line, uh, then they're working on the car that comes next. If, yeah. you know, if on the other hand, we're looking at uh, the plumber, uh, then there's a little more discretion in sure. what's the order I take things on. Um, and as such, there may be some value to, uh, to again, uh, kind of doing the some of the, the more uh, onerous tasks uh, in, uh, in the worse weather. Now,
0: now some of this uh, from this study, uh, from what I was reading, was done, uh, involved students up at Harvard, Mm -hmm. uh, and you broke them into basically two groups, from what I understand. You, You would bring students in specifically on days that were going to be sunny Yep. and uh, another group of students that were specifically brought in on days that were going to be rainy or bad weather.
1: Yep, absolutely. Right. So uh, what we wanted to do was isolate this distraction effect uh, that uh, kind of the the argument we're making is that um, when uh, you have bad weather, you're less distracted um, and therefore we should see higher productivity. Uh, Well, one way for us to test that is let's take a bad weather day. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's provide some distractions. So you may not naturally be thinking of you know kind of gorgeous sunny uh, beaches and things like that. But but if we put those in front of you on the bad weather day, do we lose all of those intended benefits that we would hope to see? Did I read you guys put posters on the wall of like beaches and stuff? Yep, yeah, yeah exactly. We, we were brainstorming of uh, okay, what are the things that distract us? So that, outdoor cafes. And, that's mean to uh, do that. Uh, yeah, well, luckily this was in the spring in Boston, not yeah. in uh, not in February. So it, th- <laughs> these things were attainable, just not on that particular day right he might have people thinking about spring break and going to
0: florida or something like that
1: exactly
0: well then in some respects i I guess uh, for the the purposes of this study then the sun acts it it does on a lot of cases but it it really does end up as like an aphrodisiac for for these students uh, especially the ones that have to be inside on a rainy day.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it, it pulls our attention elsewhere um, is uh, is the challenge. Now, there, there are other good things of the sun. So there's been work uh, looking, as I was saying, kind of on the, you know, how do we feel about things uh, and kind of some emotional benefits that come from, from that nicer weather. Yeah. Um, and so we certainly shouldn't ignore that. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, it, it can be distracting.
0: Did I read in your study that, or maybe it was one of the articles, that uh, one of your colleagues said that for researchers— that getting a job in an area where it can be bad weather actually can be a benefit because of the fact that you will
1: actually get the research done
0: and not have that distraction
1: so that that's the argument that uh, that my uh, Francesca Gino and I uh, frequently have as we go back and forth now she's back in Boston uh, and uh, and I'm in not quite so bad of weather and yeah. so so I point out that uh, that that's ex post uh, rationalization but uh, but I think that that in fairness I mean our study and, and others would would support that to some extent that, yeah. um it's uh you know we, we need to focus to get work done as researchers um, and so so again, knowing that there are a limited number of alternatives, um, we kind of both joke that the first offices we ever had uh, were interior offices with no windows um, and that those were probably the time we were, we were most productive ever because uh, you'd pop your head up in the middle of the day um, and instead of looking out and, uh, and seeing uh, you know, something you might want to go do, it was, okay, back to work again. Uh, yeah. Why not?
0: Are there other levels of this that you would like to take this study to? Like you know, because obviously, as we talked about, the difference between dealing with a big snowstorm, especially when you're a parent, and you have kids, and you have yep. to deal with that, is probably quite a bit different than dealing with productivity during a day that's cloudy out or, or that you
1: have rain out. Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's a great point. And, and I think where kind of we've taken the work and where it continues to go um, is thinking about overall these behavioral drivers of productivity, that there are a number of things that we don't really focus our attention on mm-hmm. um, that that turn out to, to have a, a large effect. So, you know, those examples you were giving, obviously the weather itself, but, but you know, as a parent, um, you know, thinking about the kids are suddenly homesick. Well, <laughs> what, what's the cost of that? Um, you know, there are clearly wonderful benefits in, in providing great care, uh, but not only that now I'm away from work, um, and that could go, obviously, opposite directions. Maybe it helps because I'm not having some meetings. Maybe it uh, yeah. is challenging uh, as I'm not there to interact with folks, but also, um, you know, the interruptions that now I need to make chicken noodle soup. And yeah. and how do those go? And and I think what's what's interesting um, as we dig into some of these things is, is at times it can be counterintuitive that um, breaks are a great example, that, that we tend to have a mindset of, let's power through things, let's work hard. Yeah. And so having, you know, the sick child, oh, that's just going to totally ruin our day. Yeah. Uh, but it af- actually often is, you know, The if we can focus for, for two hours on, on work, and then we go outside and play in the snow for 45 minutes, yeah. it's, it's often the case that those kind of three-hour block will be more productive, um, that, uh, that that break ends up being quite useful.
0: This does go a lot to what we've discussed on this show quite a bit, a, a, and about the importance of big data yep. for a variety of different things. And, and obviously, this is, it's a growing area. But this specific example is something that pretty much any business will want to have information on because it it, it is part of what you almost have to factor into your business operations.
1: I think that's right. And, and I think both the study I was referencing from, from Jar Cushone as well as our work um, kind of highlight that. When we think about site selection, um, weather is something that um, I think kind of leading organizations are paying attention to, yeah. uh, but sometimes we we ignore it, that we focus on 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 just other things. And weather by no means is the only decision factor, yeah. uh, but uh, whether it's kind of this distraction argument um, and appreciating that uh, yeah, there may be times that maybe Seattle's good uh, as, uh, as we have some limited, yeah. uh, you know, kind of sunny days. Um, but also, where, wherever we happen to be, that, uh, that then we manage within those constraints.
0: I, I would think that, that from that perspective alone, that companies that really have to focus on their supply chain yep. really fall into this category more so than, you know, an accounting firm or a law firm or something like that.
1: Yeah, I think I think you're right. Um, I think it also though depends on um, you know if we if we think about those knowledge working environments, uh, kind of who and what are they supporting, right? So if okay. you're the local accounting firm that's so supporting the local businesses sure. right around you, great. Uh, but uh, you know I know the last segment was looking at flight delays, uh, and so uh, instead, uh, increasingly we're kind of radiating out from a hub. Yeah. Uh, and so what are what are those costs that we're adding, uh, you know, to folks because of some of these disruptions yeah. too?
0: Eight four four. Wharton, 84 We'd love to hear from some of you. Do you find yourself being able to get a good amount of work done even on a rainy day or a snowy day? Do you fall into the category of this study that Bradley and his cohorts have put together? Or do you think you're the opposite? 844-WHARTON, 942 is the number. So having incorporated Japan in this do you think that this is is a fairly universal belief that that this type of of uh, data holds traction around the globe
1: yeah i mean it so as as you mentioned kind of japan was where the field data data came from yeah. um then we ran a study uh, in boston with students there uh, and then we ran an online study uh, drawing from folks across the united states mm-hmm. so um you know, as much as is possible with three studies, we at least covered you know parts of two countries. Sure. Yeah, uh, I you know I, I think that uh, my my expectation would be that the same logic plays out elsewhere. Yeah, uh, that uh, kind of it's it's innately human in some ways for us to uh, to see a distraction and want to go take part in it. Uh, and so if we can find ways to to limit that, then we have a chance to improve productivity.
0: A lot of people would say that uh, places like Alaska, you, <laughs> yep. you know, that has to deal with 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 winter all the time, or uh, places uh, like Iceland or something like that sure. would really fall into that when they <laughs> when they when they get a sunny day, uh, it, but it is an interesting study to put it together and and reading in the uh, in the articles about it that realistically this came from your own perspectives. Uh, from, yep. from your own life and your own experiences was kind of the gist of how it got started.
1: Yeah, no, it, it really was. And and I think, um, you know, again, we were in some ways, I think, trying to justify the bad weather. Uh, so, uh, you know, both Francesca and I had spent many years together uh, and, you know, huddled in, uh, in basements working uh, in Boston in, in weather just like this. Uh, and so trying to think about, well, 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 maybe it's not just we're gluttons for punishment and, uh, yeah. you know, we're choosing to go through this instead of living somewhere more enjoyable. Uh, from purely a weather standpoint, obviously in uh, in late January, yeah. Uh, but that uh, that it does help uh, help us do what needs to be done. Eight four four Wharton
0: eight four four nine four two seven eight six six is the number. I would imagine that that it also probably within some of the work that you've done, uh, just besides the the study of this in terms of the effects that weather have on this, mm-hmm. that there are probably other pitfalls that. Uh, you've come across that that really can be effective or cause an effect uh, on production as well.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, and I think kind of we're starting to get to to some of these earlier, that that there are a number of predictable ways we run ourselves into trouble yeah. um, as we think about uh, improving our productivity. Um, and so it's worth uh, kind of thinking about how we're structuring our day for ourselves, how as a leader we're setting up the environment uh, for the folks that work with us. Uh, and so uh, those can be kind of the the action orientation that we sometimes um, over-pursue, yeah. uh, that as we were talking about breaks earlier, uh, kind of the benefits. Benefits uh, both from stopping work physiologically, and so giving ourselves a chance to recharge, uh, but also from reflection, uh, and so taking time to think about what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, kind of this challenge of we frequently uh, may may avoid thinking because we're busy, yeah. um, and uh, and so we've done uh, a fair bit of work looking at uh, you know, what comes from from forcing inf- uh, reflection on folks. We did uh, a big study with a with an organization in India uh, in uh, their training organization, mm-hmm. uh, looking at just 15 minutes a day of, of reflection uh, and uh, you know, kind of do, do that for several weeks uh, and looked at performance down the line, uh, both in kind of taking tests as part of their work, uh, and then also eventually they were customer service agents. And so how did they do when they got to the floor? Um, and what's interesting, we were able to do that as a field experiment. So we had a control group, uh, and we, we were able to see not only did they pass out of the program at significantly higher rates, kind of double-digit improvements, yeah. uh, but their productivity scores on the floor were higher. Hmm. Uh, and so uh, again I think it gets to this uh, kind of our, our inclination is do 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 yeah. um, but uh, but kind of pull back and okay stop and, and think about what you've done well and, and in some
0: respects that's uh, that's a change that the companies have had to make and some of them are more receptive to do, to making that change than others uh, but but in some respects I think it's a change that we will see more and more if a company's not doing it now they they will factor it in at some point because of that's just kind of how a, a lot of our nature is right now in, yep. in terms of the way we work and and the way we live our lives
1: no i think you're absolutely right that uh, that leading companies have have already incorporated this um, and we're seeing it spread broader and broader uh, as folks move from one firm to the next yeah. um, or you know if if not this by itself wouldn't put a company out of business but if if one isn't being thoughtful about um, how you're setting your workers up to be productive yeah. um, then you know kind of the market will speak, uh, and, uh, you know, in, in a couple of years you won't have the opportunity.
0: I, I would think that probably a lot of the uh, the, the Silicon Valley companies that have mm-hmm. taken that approach, and, and even some of the retail companies as well, yep. have taken that approach of that casual atmosphere as much as they try to mm-hmm. uh, pretty much on a daily basis. That that ends up being a huge factor uh, in all of this in terms of that environment that you want to set down as a corporation to make your workers as productive as they possibly can.
1: Yeah, no, and, it, and I think it's a great point that uh, that it's not just making work fun uh, for the sake of fun. Uh, yeah. That uh, you know we're not trying to create uh, I don't know a preschool environment here. It's it's we're creating it we're making it fun. If they are trying to pr- create a preschool environment, <laughs> their their fourth quarter earnings are going to struggle <laughs> a little bit, I think. Exactly, uh, but but we're doing it because it, it helps folks to to perform at higher levels yeah. uh, and kind of uh, get rid of those those roadblocks uh, and really reach their potential
0: what is the next uh, bit of research that, that you're you're working on right now?
1: Yeah, um, so there are a number of different ways that we're kind of pushing forward uh, in thinking about uh, kind of roadblocks to productivity. Uh, one of the big ones that, that's gotten our attention of late is, is thinking about the uh, the challenges around failure, mm-hmm. uh, so uh, that we often uh, kind of focus our attention on uh, just being successful, uh, yeah. which makes perfect sense, and, and we want to certainly do our best. Uh, but uh, to, to a large extent, if, if we're not failing uh, at some things, then, then it means we're not pushing the boundaries is enough and so uh, it's important not only uh, for innovation, but but even just for baseline productivity, continuing yeah. to get better every single day.
0: And then being able to adapt off of that and, and being able to play off of that to be more successful off of those failures, right?
1: That's a lot of it, right, is is being able to admit that we failed is one of our real challenges, yeah. um, that things go wrong and, and do we say, you know, we were unlucky, you know, we have a bad day today, and oh, it was clearly <laughs> the blizzard, it had nothing to do with, you know, that that I could have been productive today. And so what can we do to really set ourselves up?
0: Uh, I, I, I I really enjoyed reading this uh, research and uh, it's, you know, Hey, look, I will, I will be like anybody else. If it's a snowy day or cloudy, rainy day, and then the next day is sunny. I'm out. Yep. Uh, give me give me a long lunch. <laughs> I, I understand the principle, but it does really go as I was saying before. It goes back to understanding your workers, understanding your environment, and understanding yep. uh, the type of culture that you want to have within within your corporation.
1: No, I think you're absolutely right, and and you know it's, it's both big data because data can help show us things that we didn't realize were there, uh, but it's also looking and listening as a manager yeah. uh, that uh, you know if you if you see people you know sliding out or or disengaging late in the day on. on uh, on the sunny day um, than thinking about, well, what can I do? If I know that's coming, Um, then uh, then let's, uh, you know, let's try to get folks uh, focused the day before and and really kind of, uh, you know, we may see that productivity is higher across those two days and people are getting what they want. They don't have to feel bad about it.
0: Uh, I would imagine that this is a study that's probably made its way onto a few managers' desks over the last year or so. Great to have you in the studio. Thanks very much, Brad. For more business news and analysis from Knowledge at Wharton,